Talking Sex Live with Chet and Diane is recorded in front of a live audience. This show is for mature audiences only. Hello, you are Talking Sex Live with Chet and Diane. I am Chet. I'm Diane. And we are live on a Saturday night. We are unlicensed sex therapists. My name is Chet Hart. This is the lovely Diane Hart. And we're here to answer all your questions about sex and relationship advice. Last week, I was a little under the weather with the COVID, COVID vaccine. vaccine. Uh, yeah. So I was had a really high temperature and clammy. Uh, too. clammy. Mm-hmm. We were streaming, but we weren't recording. So uh, that was just me and my fault, but not a big deal. We are joined, as always, with our wonderful producer. How are you doing, Wells? Uh, hi everyone. How are you? We're doing great, ma'am. How how is your life uh, going right now? Post uh, you've been vaccinated, right? I've been vaccinated for a couple months now. Uh, it's a nice sense of release, mm-hmm. uh, knowing that I can't get seriously sick, at least at the moment, with the variants that we have. That's right. How are you feeling now that you're vaccinated? Oh man, it is great. We're we're doing we're trying to get back into our our life. Um, I'm a sex uh, coach. I go out and I coach uh, couples who are having some problems in the bedroom. I I, I observe. I give advice, and I'm back uh, doing that again. So and Diane's writing a book and with my assistants. So things things are starting to get back to normal. Peter, Peter, how you doing there, Peter? I'm good. I'm I'm doing great. Uh, happy to be back as always. It's so nice to see your sexy faces, all three of you. Uh, Wells doesn't always make it to the shows, and I'm always so sad when he's not here because he's just a, a ray of sunshine. Thanks, Peter. That's right. Wells has been dating, isn't that right? <laughs> well, a little bit here and there. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, what have you been? Uh, who, who have you been dating? You got a nice glow to you now. Yeah. Well, her name is Patricia. She's a veterinarian Mm. from Long Island originally, so Mm. she's got a bit of an accent, and uh, she's quite charming. Right on. That's great. Well, I'm I'm glad. Hopefully, we can give you some advice later on or something. So sure. Uh, so, do we have a any callers coming in? We sure do. We have uh, Jennifer. It's her boyfriend's birthday, and they've been together for eight years, and they always have um, anal intercourse in the rectum, but now she says she wants to spice things up. Is Mm. it a good or a bad idea to have a birthday threesome? Wow. Threesome, yeah. Well, hello. You're Chalk and Sex Live with Chet and Diane. I am Chet. I'm Diane. And is this Jennifer? Hi, Chet and Diane. This is, yes, this is Jennifer. So you have a, a very interesting problem. So you want to have a, a threesome, is that correct, for your birthday? Can I understand that? Yes. Um, I mean, for literally eight, every, you know, the last eight years that mm-hmm. we've been together on Jimmy's birthday, we have anal sex, you know, mm-hmm. he looks forward, it, forward to it every year, but... I hate it. Oh, I mean, I, oh, I, yeah. I, I really, hate, I, I can't do it anymore. Yo, that, and, that, and mm-hmm. Go ahead. I want something that, that I enjoy, you yes, know? Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. We don't do, we don't, we don't do anything for my birthday. Oh, oh man. Funny. I'm so sorry about that. Uh, it, wow. So sex should always be safe, sane, and consensual. Both people sh- or people's. 
should be in like enjoying mm-hmm, themselves. Mm-hmm. There, it shouldn't just be a one-way no. pleasure fest. You, you, but it's an intimate conversation. Correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, a Thank lot of you. women feel that they have to please men in society, and so mm-hmm. we do things that we're not really comfortable with, and then we later regret because it's like, well, I want to be liked, and I want him to, you know, think I'm a good sexy girl so i'll do this even though i don't feel like it but then we feel like crap later because we weren't true to ourselves that's right so i mean if you got to have an open conversation Mm -hmm, with mm -hmm. them and say you know what i i know you like having anal sex and i i know it's your birthday present but i don't enjoy it it hurts um you can even say like you're just way too big that will sometimes calm the guy down a little bit being like yeah i am too big aren't i i'm sorry i hurt you uh, that but, always oh, a good that, one. yeah that that's that's a great idea that's, mm-hmm. that's a really great idea i mean i was just hoping that i could surprise them all together to where we didn't have we wouldn't even have to have that conversation you know mm-hmm. because you know you've never had a threesome and yeah. i've always wanted to have a threesome oh okay. it's, well, it's good if you want to have a threesome too then that's something mm-hmm. that you can enjoy as well uh you can i mean do you have a a a partner in mind at all or um no i i i you know i'm a little naive in that i i'm too shy to tell my friends who i'm mm-hmm. a little attractive to you know i don't mm-hmm. want to i don't want any drama but mm-hmm. um you know i've got about 10 days to figure it out if you guys you know think that it's a it's a good idea i mean okay yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, if you don't mind if i could jump Go in ahead. here real quick and, and just ask a few questions here. So it sounds like you have a, a tradition of sorts that your boyfriend uh, is expecting. And and I, I guess it sounds like you're you're hoping if you surprise him with something bigger and better than uh, than what he usually gets, he's, he's not gonna ask any questions. Uh, I will point out that mm-hmm. that perhaps kicks the can down the road though, because perhaps in later years he may go back or maybe if after the event he's like, oh, but uh, when do I get the, the anal? Um, so I still think it's a good idea that you have an open and honest discussion with him, but let's, let's put a pin in that for the moment. And, and about this, this threesome here, um, threesomes usually require uh, a real connection between all three parties here is the, the third person you have in mind, someone that your boyfriend also knows and is also someone, you know, him to be attracted to. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know her very well. He, she's actually a coworker of his. Okay. Um, but you know, I've never approached anybody. Like I said, I'm I'm naive. Like I I mean, you know, hmm. coworker of she, his. She puts herself out there a lot, and she, her Instagram is very as sexual as Instagram will let her be. If you know what I mean. Sure. Mm-hmm. And sure. she clearly swings both ways. And her husband's really hot too. So I mean, you know. Oh. Okay. All right. Well, that creates an interesting, so there's all sorts of things you have to work through here because I'm hearing a combination of things. We have a, a potential uh, workplace issue for mm-hmm. him that mm-hmm. could come up because it's a coworker of his. And then you, she's married. Uh, do, do you know that they have an open relationship or that they're swingers? Oh, they, they definitely do. It's oh, on okay. her Instagram. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, if it's on there, if they're open to that, then, then, uh, all you got to do is just have your husband involved and and then you have to think about 
once you go down this road, like you can't undo it. Mm-mm. Like huh? you, there's always the possibility where you're in bed and and then it it turns into a fetish. It's like I I now I can't get off unless this other person's involved. Or you well, can get jealous. Jealousy, jealousy's always a big parties. thing. Um, Either of you. Either yeah. of you could have mm-hmm. that problem. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, the whole realm of polyamory is an interesting one where people who are in polyamorous relationships, they want their partner to be happy. And there, there's a term for it that they use. It's basically it's just it means sympathy or... but. Um, Peter, you're you're the polyamory expert. What's the what's that term that uh, uh, polyamorists use for? It basically means sympathy for your partner that they want to be happy. Do you know what I'm talking about talking there? About I'm actually empathy? not sure which term you're referring okay. to, but I agree with the I agree with the overall sentiment yeah. that you're discussing. I mean, that's that's a core idea uh, typically, mm-hmm. and I can't say it's a, it's it's universal, mm-hmm. but it yeah. should be that yeah. the the idea is you want your partner to be experiencing as much as much love and joy as they can just as you would want for yourself and just as you hope they want for you that's right and that could be sexual as well i mean i polyamory is usually uh usually more referring to romantic love as well as mm-hmm. sexual love but it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be i mean open uh, an open sexual relationship can can exist without any romantic elements mm-hmm. whatsoever it can be purely sexual and mm-hmm. as long as everyone is is agreed to that it's yeah. it's mm-hmm. fine works beautifully yeah but in your your case where it's something new and there's uh, i'm i'm assuming this other couple actually has quite a bit of uh sexual experience that you uh w- sorry open relationship sexual experience how they would uh you would want to have sex with them um is that correct do they did they have a lot of sex with other couples uh there Jennifer Yes, yes, absolutely. Okay. So this would be something that would be somewhat new to you, but for them it would be experienced. So it would be something that would be quite easy for them to take the reins on while Mm -hmm. you just kind of experience it if they are open for that. Um, Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. But, uh, well, I mean, I mean, I would love... Jimmy is the only guy that I've ever been with, you know, and I've never Ooh. been with a woman before. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I'm bored. Got and it. I, 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 I think this is a great opportunity to surprise him and to, you know, mm-hmm. have some fun myself. Yeah. No, if, if that's something that you're into, then you should really pursue that. But mostly. I might, I might, uh, sorry, I want to pop in real mm-hmm. quick. I might pose that, uh, it sounds as though this experience is more about you than than him. And I'm, I'm not saying that in a judgmental way at all. I think it's wonderful for you to start exploring your needs. Uh, it's possible, though, that maybe this is something that since you discussed that nothing special is done for your birthday, I, I know it's not fun to plan your own birthday, but maybe this is more about fulfilling a fantasy of yours and it might be more appropriate to, to them then. Um, while you, you might need to do some some difficult talking with him about what his expectations are from you on his birthday and, and discuss with him might what he might want. Now, it might happen to be that he wants this as well, but uh, I do think that this sounds like a, a need of yours and it might be explored, it might be better explored around a different event than his birthday. 
Yeah, I'm just, you know, I was really looking forward to this. You know, I was really hoping that you guys would say, just go for it, Jennifer. Mm-hmm. God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. uh, I mean, I, I do lean towards go for it because if this is something that will make you happy and anal sex was not making you happy, I would highly recommend going towards the thing that best satisfies both of you in bed and not just him. Mm-hmm. Even though it is his birthday, you should be happy as as much as possible when lovemaking. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I mean, this is a good avenue that you could go towards uh, with with uh, this couple. Um, I I do uh, having it be somebody that you know in your workplace where you will have to see them. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is that can be a little problematic and. Um, but if, if you are comfortable with that and your mm-hmm. husband's comfortable with that and you're comfortable with his wife, uh, then, then by, by all means go ahead and pursue. So. Okay. Thank you so much. Yeah. I mean, have, have you got, have you guys ever had a threesome? And, oh, yeah. and oh yes. Quite was a it few. with somebody yeah. that you knew or did you like call the number? It was always my pick. Somebody? Yeah. I yeah. got to pick the girl. So it's sometimes Diane's friends or we'll, we'll play this game when we go to bars and we will just, uh, it's, it's easy for us because we're both attracted to the same kind of women. Yeah. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Blonde. Margot. Busty. Robbie. Uh, Small framed. Go gadget though isn't really. Yeah, I, I thought you said go gadget, <laughs> like go. Inspector Gadget. <laughs> no, no. no, but yeah, Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Not never get her name right. It's okay. Dot, Wonder actually, Woman. Yeah, yeah Gal Gadot's mm-hmm. quite beautiful. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, we've we've participated in threesomes and in orgies. Um, it's all about setting rules, whether or mm-hmm. not you want um, your partner what you and your partner can do while you're in that uh, threesome or orgy. Like Diane and I, we have a specific rule where I can't... uh, No penis and vagina. No penis and vagina Mm -hmm. for me or her. Mm -hmm. Um, But I've had men go down on me and he's watched. Yeah, and I've had women suck my penis and and she's... Sat on her face. Sat on her face, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's just... You got to have that open communication beforehand, but and then talk during also, and also kind of like debrief afterwards. Uh, have this comic communication of like, "How are you feeling? Are you okay?" Yeah, and then afterwards be like, you know, that guy was, uh, you know, you were stroking his penis. I thought it was kind of hot, but at the same time. I mean, are, are you okay with... Me sucking his dick. Yeah. Something, which I've done a few times. Yeah. And that's just what you have to, mm-hmm. you know, when you're in the moment and you're in hot and heavy and stuff, and uh, you, you got to be kind of open to these things because it's, it's bound to happen that all penises and vaginas are in your face and mm-hmm. whatnot. But, um, yeah, hopefully that answers some questions there, Jennifer. It seems quite a, like a lot of information thrown at you all at once there. No, it, re- it really helps you guys. No, I, I appreciate it. I'm going to really think about it, you know, mm-hmm. and have that conversation with him regardless. Got it. Mm-hmm. Well, but please stay sex positive, be open to things, and really just do what makes you and him both feel good. So you shouldn't 
one person should be pleasing the and mm-hmm. without the other person being pleased so um hopefully that answers your questions hope you have a good night there jennifer thanks you guys you too all right have night. a good one night wow it was a it was a marathon there mm-hmm. um hopefully we answered a question yeah right. uh peter you've been in a few threesomes right Oh, certainly, yeah, yeah. and and more, but mm-hmm. yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Group group sex is mm-hmm. uh, it's wonderful when it's uh, when it's done right, and when everyone mm-hmm. is really committed to it and mm-hmm. on the the same page and has the same goals. Which, as you talked about, are are just a uh, usually generosity is key in in a situation mm-hmm. like that. People who are are really focused on themselves, um, just. Uh, uh, are, are sexual vampires in a sense, um, <laughs> separate from the actual sexual vampires. There's plenty of those in the community. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that, that, it's, that's rough. And I feel like, I feel like uh, there's a concern there. I, I definitely had for that relationship because it, it's, it seems like uh, uh, that's what she's dealing with in, in her life, a sexual mm-hmm. vampire of sorts. And, and I feel like she really needed to confront that more than I fear that she's going to, because otherwise it's just kind of going to be this constant uh, pulling and nobody's giving. It's all just she now, now she's trying to take back. And I, I think she's kind of uh, pushing a little bit too hard without really trying to, to find middle ground, but we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully maybe they just stumble into something that works for them. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. yeah. Wells, uh, have you, have you ever thought about having a threesome or do you want to have a threesome or? Well, I've certainly thought about it, but uh, I don't know about that. You know, for me, I like to live by the old George Michael line. Sex is natural. Sex is fun. Sex is best when it's one-on-one. Uh-huh. Or, or in your case, just one, right? One on oh. zero. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Playing his own defense over yeah, here. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, He's getting out there more. Yeah, you are. You are. And I'm glad that you're mm-hmm. finally um, vaccinated, too. Yes. And that's going to help so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have another caller. Okay. What, this is uh... Albert from Maine. Mm-hmm. And he is asking how to broach the subject of trying new things in the bedroom. Okay. Mm. All right. Uh, hello, hello Albert. Six. Yes. Live with Chet and Diane. I'm Chet. I'm Diane. And uh, is this Albert? Hello. Hello, Hi. Albert. How are you doing there? Good, 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 good. 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 Listen, <clears throat> I, I've been watching you guys for a little bit. I got to let you know up front. Okay. I'm not as open about all these things as you and Diane Chet. For instance, mm-hmm. I would probably not want another penis. Oh, really? In the room with me mm-hmm. sexually. Okay. I have not been able to lay next to another man since Korea. Oh, wow. Okay. So did you have relations with men or you're just talking about when you were No, no, no. We're just forced to. That was in the 50s. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So we're we're pushing, what, 80 right now? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the pharmaceutical world has made tremendous advances. Wow. And a man like me. Well, thank you. No, thank you sound you. great for 80. Very sharp. Very wise. I am, youngin. Oh, thank now you. Now listen. You are very attractive people. Oh, thank you. <clears throat> I, thank you. I've been seeing this woman for a long time. Now. Okay. Six months. Mm-hmm. It's a long time in my world because you never know what's going to happen. 
Got it. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I feel like maybe she's getting a little too serious. Okay. Oh. You know? How do you mean by serious? What do you mean by serious? Well, well, she wants me to keep an extra set of my medications in her room. She likes to set up my pills next to hers. Mm-hmm. She wants me to stay over. We live down the hall from one another. Okay. In the facility. Okay. We're mm-hmm. allowed to go and come as we please as long as we're not out all night. Got it. Uh-huh. I mean, we can be in all night. That's mm-hmm. fine. We can we can use the rec room at twelve thirty in the morning. They're okay with that. Mm-hmm. But you got to be on premises. My question is, <clears throat> how do I get Julia to lay off a little bit and let me live out the last years or months or weeks of my life without a care? That is not to say I don't want her to go away. Okay. I want her to come over when I want her to come over. Uh-huh. Okay. But I would like her to understand that I would also, you know, like your friend there before, like the opportunity to continue to meet other people and, uh, you know, God willing and pharmaceuticals willing, do what we can do in behind a closed door together. Got it. Mm-hmm. I, I guess what I'm asking is, how do I get a young lady to be okay with not being a, my exclusive young lady in uh, in 2021? <laughs> so wait, wait. You're trying to say you you want to see other people, or you're just you want to? Oh yeah. yeah. You want to be with yeah. younger you know, women? Well, <laughs> if I'm lucky enough, sure. But you know, the Iron Moose has a double drink Tuesday that okay. I like to frequent and they're by the highway. So plenty of people come through there that don't live here. Maybe they're going up to Canada. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're going down to New Hampshire. Who knows? Who but knows? they're there for a night. And sometimes they're very charming people. And sometimes they're very lonely people. And sometimes they need a place to stay. Mm. And sometimes I can provide that for them. I'm just saying Julia is getting a little too clingy. And some of these other folks need, you know, some affection as well. But I don't want to hurt her feelings. You want to, you want to have an open relationship. I mean, I, I feel that, that, is that it? Yeah. And the Mm -hmm. elderly community, it's kind of, you know, life is, isn't, I mean, it's short. I mean, you don't have a whole lot longer left. So it's like you you got to uh, you got to embrace your sexuality. So uh, have you talked to her about this? Have you just been open? Say, you know what? We don't have a lot of time left. I feel that maybe we should uh, see other people all be in the same relationship. Uh, uh, she cries a lot, uh, uh, not because of me, just in general. I mean, you mm-hmm. get to our age and a lot of things would just set you off. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I can't watch MASH. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense because mm-hmm. it would probably bring up some PTSD there. I mean, it was, well, uh, I mean, it was filmed around here in LA, but you know. Was, oh yeah. 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 I, I, I just, I just mean, you know, um, She's she's older fashioned than I am. Okay. And I, I I mean I I would not like to see more than one other person when I when I'm getting intimate. Okay. And she would not like to see one other person uh you know in addition to me 
in general. And I, 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 how do I ease her uh, worries? Okay. Well, so. it's important to be honest in a relationship, in any relationship, and tell her how you feel exactly. And I don't know what her response will be to that. And that's something you're going to have to be okay with because maybe she won't want to see you anymore if you're yeah. like, I'm in the twilight of my year and I want to just have fun. Yeah, I mean, that is, that's yeah. a perfectly honest yeah. rela- uh, uh, question there. It, mm-hmm. it, so, I don't yeah, know. I, I get the feeling that you two understand me. I'm just mm-hmm. afraid that she won't really understand. You know what right. I'm saying. Well, she you got to ask yourself, are you, what would make you more happy? Would it be your sympathy, your love for this person? Or would it be your your desire to be with somebody else? You know, oh, Chet, Chet, let me tell you, I, yeah. I lived and loved one woman for 48 years, wow. you know, Congrats. and, and she, God, God took her home 12 years ago. And I, since then, it's taken a lot for me to share myself with someone. Mm-hmm. And now I want to share myself with everyone yeah, who's yeah. willing to take yeah. me, That's yeah. but just one at a time, you know, I don't yeah. want to, I don't want to get too crazy. Well, I mean, so. the best thing is just to have an open conversation with her. She might feel the exact same way. Maybe, I mean, I don't, if you just bring up the concept or the idea that, uh, well, you, I mean, you're not going to be on Earth forever. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, if no, you no. feel like your days are are numbered, then maybe, like, maybe she would be open for it as well. Um, have you ever heard of the term sugar daddy? Uh no so that's where i i don't i don't know what your financial situation is but this is where uh there's a lot of females on a on a website where they uh it's like sugardaddy.com or something and uh they will just they will be basically like an escort but yet as somewhat of a relationship for older men who just want to give them money. I, I'm not saying that I fully agree with the idea, but this is, it's, it's something that's out there. If you want to give that a shot, I don't know what your money situation oh, okay. is. Yeah. Well, uh, I'll, uh, I'll take a look at it, but yeah. the, you know, the, the double drink Tuesday at the iron moose has been treating me well. Yeah. And, uh, I, I don't know if I would like to become a, a source of income for, yeah. uh, you know, I, I just I just like to have fun, Chet. You know what I'm talking Got it. about. Got it. Fun. Peter, do you have any? Um, uh, sorry, our our sex toy and polyamorous expert, Peter. I was wondering if he had any other type of uh, ideas for you to have more fun or to approach your your love interest with uh, a question about about having more fun. I think it, it comes down to, I mean, this is a similar uh, discussion we had with our, our, our last uh, caller, but it's it's about openness and honesty and communication mm-hmm. because it, it sounds as though your your fear, and it might be an educated fear too, is that you and your, your current partner are on different pages. And if that's the case, then then that's potentially a problem for you. It, it, it sounds like she's looking for something more committed, or at least you think she is. And you're looking at this point to just uh, sow your your less than wild oats, uh, your your waning oats. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And so with that in mind, I think it's a concern for you that uh, you you have a different goal for this relationship. And if that's the case, you do have to be willing to take the take the hit here and accept that the relationship may uh, may have to end if if she wants something different than you do. Um, again, it's it's perfectly it's perfectly a fine. It's perfectly acceptable uh, for you to want the things you do and discuss them with her, and maybe she'll she'll come to it with you. But uh, if she doesn't, and it's that important to you, you have to be willing to let her go because mm -hmm. you you can't uh, you can't consistently be together and have two very different ideas of what your relationship is. Otherwise, you're just stringing her along. Yeah, yeah, you you're all right. Thank you, thank thank you for that. We're all right, every one of us. Uh, Wells, do you have any advice at all? You're you're the one who's uh, the most. You're dating the most out of uh, all of us. Uh, what would you say? Well, I've never uh, tried to have an open relationship, but I guess I would just echo your sentiment that it's always best to be honest with what you want. Mm -hmm. Otherwise people get hurt. Okay. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Well, if she decides not to be a part of this anymore, I'd understand. But on the other hand, Lord could take her at any moment anyway. Yeah. So, well, I mean, don't count on I'm that. I'm already prepared for that. Okay. No, no, I don't count on that. I'm just saying I'm already prepared for her oh, to yeah. dance on out of my life the same way she danced in got six it. wonderful months ago. Yeah. So, well, I hope that helps you out. Um, good luck. And just be honest. I, it's, I can't stress that enough. Mm -hmm. Just make sure to... <clears throat> tell her exactly how you feel and uh hopefully you know it sounds like either way you're, you'll be in a good situation so uh just spare spare her feelings and you know stay sex positive my friend thanks all right mm -hmm. have a good evening i appreciate you calling in all right you have a good night too thank, thank, thank you. you wow so i that have we had an older caller? I can't remember, Wells. Is somebody else calling that was about that age at one point? Oh, yeah, it was my dad. Your That's dad right. My before. dad called in. Mm -hmm. He's about the same age. Mm -hmm. um, that is correct. Um, do you remember that, Wells, or were you not on the show for that one? Oh, no, I remember when your dad called in. Yeah, yeah. That, that was yeah. That was a fun one there. Mm -hmm. I elderly The elderly community, they um, sex is very rampant, and it's a different... Um, style it's it's almost like a college dorm basically it's oh yeah yeah they they hand out condoms in the retirement center yeah retirement center retirement homes That's just the elderly mm -hmm. communities that they have uh and and it's uh, that sounds great i think that's a great thing to well, do the stis are are definitely a major issue in it those is. environments with or without the condoms i know they're they run rampant but yeah mm -hmm. it's absolutely i mean comparing it to a college environment uh is 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 funny because i i feel like uh it, the the stereotype of uh, of uh, teenagers and college kids is that they feel like uh, they're invincible and they're going to live forever so they can do whatever they want. And then you have the elderly who know they're not invincible and they don't have much time left so and they can gonna, do whatever they, they want. They're yeah. going to die soon, so they, yeah. they might as well just go ahead and, uh, and live. There's, there's some poetry in that. Yeah, I, it I, is. I support it. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. like it kind of comes in. I wouldn't say full circle, but more of like a half circle because it's right. not the beginning and the end. It's like the middle or the 
a quarter of the mm-hmm. way in in the end. So, but it, I, I mean, why not? You know, it's mm-hmm. like your your spouse passed away, and mm-hmm. you know, you could see, you, you sit there. You, you have an option. You, two options. You can sit there and be miserable, or or you can just live the rest of your life to your fullest. I know when Diane and I grow old, and if I die, I would want Diane to have as much fun as she could. And I hopefully, you know, I will. I'd probably get with a younger guy. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Diane, I I feel mm-hmm. will look. I've dated younger men. Smoking times. hot, well into her eighties, mm. and so, yeah, it, she would be able to get with anybody who is twenties, thirties, forties. Yeah. Mm. But uh, Wells, do we have another caller coming in? We do. We have Dr. Cade Foster, Ooh, who's doctor. a feminist sociologist. Mm-hmm. Uh, he tries to get his dates to understand feminism, but they're turned off by, quote, internalized misogyny. Oh, wow. Huh. Hello. You're talking sex live with Chet and Diane. I am Chet. I'm Diane. And is this the doctor? Hello. Hello. Hi. Sexy voice. This is, this is Dr. Cade Foster. Uh, PhD mm-hmm. doctor. It's very nice meeting you. So none of us on this show have uh, doctorate degrees or our PhDs, uh, or and you know a lot of people don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of your uh, audience may not, and that is why I am here. Oh, good. Okay. Well, I'm glad okay. to be graced by your presence. Uh, so I, you're saying that you go out on dates. And you have uh, you try to tell your your dates that to to be pro feminism, but then you don't yeah, feel you know, that they're feminist women enough. Today, women today mm-hmm. don't understand feminism. Got it. It's a huge problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Diane. I don't know how much you're contributing to that, but I'm sure it's a fair amount. Internalized misogyny is very real. Got it. Mm-hmm. So, so what's your definition of feminism? What yes. What are you trying to preach, or what are you trying to tell your dates uh, when you go out with them? Well, feminism is not just about equality. Uh huh. It's about equity. Okay. And if we are going to be feminist, mm-hmm. then we need to be advancing towards a society mm-hmm. that understands that, you know, maybe just being a woman is does not qualify you to be a feminist. As a feminist sociologist, uh, you know, I have studied the work. I've done the work. Okay. And, you know, a lot of women haven't done that work and I don't know what to tell them. So, so you're saying that being a woman and Does being pro woman is not enough by... to be a feminist? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I'm sorry, Diane. You you were kind of uh, talking over chat right there. I don't. Right. Appreciate I'll move that, the though. mic more towards Diane. There yeah. we go. No. There, so she well, could hear her better. There that's you go. Not necessary. No. Okay. Sure. All right. So I mean, yeah, uh, this is this is fascinating coming from a man. Mm-hmm, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I I pro feminism, but I'm not just yeah. a man. I am a professor. 
Oh. I am a doctor. So, um, so what do you identify as? Or is, or do you do you feel that you're a man? Feminist sociologist. Okay, so you identify as a feminist. You're neither male nor Absolutely. female. You're just feminist. Uh, I I am a male. I don't see what that has okay. to do I'm with just anything. Saying, I don't know. I'm just trying I to figure this out. I have done the work. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah, you've Dude. been to a school for a long time about feminism studies yeah. and uh, feminine uh, history. Uh, you've probably gone through a lot of anatomy classes. Uh, would you feel that you know how to please a woman sexually? Oh. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the the way you are framing that question mm-hmm. is uh, not feminist very at all. Yes, it's very masculine. A, a woman is you are you are robbing the agency from a woman. A woman should be able to please herself. Yeah, that's true. I totally uh, I agree with that. Should have to do the pleasing for her no Mm -hmm. a woman can take care of that herself that is true Mm -hmm. but i I like to think of sex and masturbation as like a tennis match you know you hit a ball against the wall which is fun but you need the other partner to actually have a game you're boning another person yes yeah so i'm just that's that's my contrast between that's stop you chet yeah a woman doesn't need a man for anything that's true mm-hmm. i i agree with that i mean how but, dare you yes yeah. that a woman needs me or yeah. any other man for yeah. their pleasure you know what mm-hmm. you know uh a lot a of woman, times women they get it done just fine and another better. woman can please a woman probably better than a man can please a woman that is accurate that is very I can accurate speak from experience well you but... know i haven't seen that data on that so let's not let's not go okay. too far here well, the well whole... actually lesbians uh have a higher percentage of climaxing than yeah heterosexual couples. but the whole companionship well actually diane mm-hmm. i don't know about that but i i don't care for what you have said oh so, it, so is that anti-feminist to say that lesbians are pleading each like other it. that's just statistics honey yeah that's just uh I, I, i'm sorry Dan, uh, you, you are a doctor of what? I'm not a doctor. Uh, doctorate of uh, Interesting. pleasing okay. me. Yeah. No, just, mm-hmm. just, just uh, you know, just getting to know you here. Just, okay. Yeah. But I have many right. lesbian friends. I myself personally am bisexual. I've slept with many, many women. Mm-hmm. I'm sure more than you have. And Ooh, um, snap. From what I hear Again, from their point of view and from mine, we've all orgasmed way more with each other than with men. That's correct. So that's from my perspective as a woman. Mm-hmm. Do you have a penis or a vagina? I'm just trying to figure out what your question is, Doctor. <laughs> like, what are you trying to ask right now? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I'm trying to ask, uh, you know, when I go out on dates, mm-hmm. I'm trying to explain what feminism really is all about Mm -hmm. and they don't want to hear it because Mm -hmm. you know maybe they're from a different generation Mm -hmm. you know they're sometimes they're three years older or three years younger than me totally different generation so and that seems like the same generation yeah it's not much different i don't i don't know about that okay Uh, it's a number okay Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it is it is greater or less than Uh uh-huh my age what's your question exactly yeah, so what do you try to you want to know how to tell these how women i 
how can I communicate what feminism is all about to the women I go out on dates with because okay. they are not hearing the message. Okay. And feminism is what is needed in this world right now more than ever. Okay. I well, well I would just say shut up and listen to what she has to say. Exactly There's what I was about to say. Just just listen uh, to I mean mm-hmm. I'm I'm sorry you can study feminism all you want mm-hmm. but until you either feel like you're a woman or you're a Volvo owner like you really don't understand the full women experience. So I'm sorry sh- are you implying that you need a vulva to be a woman? No, I, I, as I said, as I said in the very before, I said that. something else. Yeah, yeah I said, <laughs> if you feel like you're a woman or if you're a vulva owner, then you, you need to just stop and listen to what uh, she's saying because you, you don't understand well, the full woman experience. So That is, we need to listen to women. Mm-hmm. And also, a doctor... Of feminist sociology. Okay. Perhaps, uh, you know, we can have an exchange of information, and that's where I run into problems when I try and ex- I, I listen, okay. and then you know, I have things to say where maybe other people should listen as a you know doctor, and that's where we run into problems. Okay. Uh, Doctor Doctor Foster, can I ask you uh, real quick here? Have you have you studied? Uh... Have you studied race at all? For instance, have you mm-hmm. done any, uh, let's say, African-American studies? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't see color. And, well, uh, you know, I surprise that. me. There it is. Yeah. Uh, we're in a post-racial world right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I, right. I, yeah. But uh, Absolutely let's... No uh, you know, I am looking at uh, my computer screen right now. It's all black and white. And, uh, mm-hmm. you, see you know, black I, and white then, right? do, do, do you perhaps, uh, literally see it's the world in problem. black and white? And perhaps you have a, a form of uh, color blindness that is, uh, do, literally doesn't allow you to see color. You know, yes, I am proud to be colorblind. Okay. I am proud to not see any race or color just, you know, when I was getting my burrito from, uh, you know, my Mexican brethren down the street, I did not see their color. I okay. saw them as the uh, Mexicans selling, uh, per, you know, uh, their goods, mm-hmm. purveying their airs, um, which were in the form of burritos and tacos. I elected for the burritos today. Got it. Um, okay. I'm going to have yep. to stop you right there. Um, so the, the thing about, uh, so racism is, is man, this is a tough subject, but you, you got to recognize that there are differences and not to just say that there's no difference because saying that there's no difference is part of the problem. Saying that I agree. Okay. I cannot. Uh, I cannot make a burrito as well as fellow folks down the oh, street here. Got it. Got it. So, so there are certain races, ethnicities that have more privilege than others, and I, I don't know specifically what your ethnicity is. And it, you know, I can surmise. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, anyways, you have to understand that. 
people are have privilege and and recognizing that you you need to show more sympathy more empathy towards people and and listen to what their experience is and figure out how you can help and part of the feminist movement is listening to women because I'm a penis owner and I don't understand I can never fully understand what it means to be a woman. No, I can study yeah, it, I can figure I can try and figure it out, but I don't know what it's like to walk into a room full of a bunch of hungry men trying to want to get in my pants. I mean I, I do that a lot when I go into different um, homosexual communities and but it's never the same as a woman because I I feel as a man I I have some masculinity that I can exert towards them as a woman when they were to walk in that room they would feel vulnerable they would feel that they could be taken upon by these men and like I would never I never feel that unless yeah, it's it's completely different so but but go now, ahead. now, Chet, I, I got to cut you off right there okay. because you said as the owner of a penis. Yeah, that's 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 and, how I feel that I am. I'm a I'm a man well, and I you own know, a penis. We, a man should not own the genitals of anyone, regardless of. <laughs> so my penis is my own, and that's and what I own. And so, mine. Yes, and it's also they belong to Diane and nobody else. So. Mm-hmm. Well. Diane, how do you feel about Chet owning a penis? It's his penis. That's fine. So do you not have any agency about what that penis does? That sounds very problematic to me. I'm not saying I don't want him to, like, fuck everything inside. I Mm -hmm. want to know what he wants to do when Mm -hmm. he wants to do it. Are you suggesting that uh, her lack of control of her penis makes her not a feminist? (laughs) Yeah, it's anti-feminist to... uh, This penis should be a communal sort of situation. No no one should have ownership of anyone's mm. genitals. Got it. Well, I, I do feel it's time that... time to get that penis if, clamp thing that if, I was if, looking at online. Chastity as, cage, yeah. yeah. Yes. As, as it, your body is your own and nobody else's. Right. That first and foremost. So if I have a penis... Unless you have a penis. Unless I have a what? then you're part of patriarchy. Got it. Um, <laughs> so I, I have a penis... Why in, not let a woman... T- take the reins why she do does. you have to she does full owner I, she does but i'm just saying for more of like uh terms as opposed to uh a transgendered uh woman um who has a penis um i'm a male who's a penis owner and you can be a female who has a penis uh, who can be a penis owner mm-hmm. um as a I- I need to tell you uh-huh. that this whole about uh, being an owner mm-hmm. is not feminist at all. <laughs> is no, that what you're saying? Absolutely. I mean, if, if you think of it more like absolutely. a co-op, because uh-huh. that's essentially go. what they're describing is a co-op. They both own, uh, they, but they, but I have shared ownership of it, but I, yeah. I mm-hmm. still think it's reasonable for the person Again, to whom ownership. it's attached and was born with it to claim primary ownership. Yeah, that's correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Primary and subsidiary. <laughs> uh, we actually, when we 
our, our our wedding vows we part of our wedding vows was 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 shared ownership of our genitalia that was just it was a very intimate um uh wedding well, that, that sounds we very progressive it was it was mm-hmm. it was very uh shared ownership but yet it, it was declarative that who the uh primary owner is and the primary owner can never uh, they they can never be superseded by the secondary owner on what they want to do with that. So I couldn't say like I don't care what you want, Diane. I want to have sex with you. That's not consensual. She's the primary owner. So what she says goes about her body. So mm-hmm. you still there, doctor? I'm still here. Okay, oh, so I'm, I'm, still uh, I'm hearing a lot of. Uh... A lot of uh, patriarchal ideas coming yeah, out of Chet's mouth, and I'm not really hearing a lot from Diane. Okay, and, <laughs> you know that, that's very problematic. All right, <laughs> Diane, you know, what, what I, would you I like? So you're Diane. the only female on this show right now. What would you like to say, Diane? What's your question? I don't know exactly. Diane, what are you trying to ask? Everything I have to say. Uh huh. Uh-huh. But so. We want to help you try to have a good uh, dating experience, mm-hmm. and I, I feel like you're you know, scaring away date, these women. Yeah, do you have intimacy yeah. issues? I, I, I think you need to explain to us more what you're looking for in this situation. Okay. Uh, so, you know, I had a date coming up, and, you know, we were, we were talking on Tinder, and... You know, everything's going great. I'm mm-hmm. like, you're a woman. And then I'm like, I appreciate the fact that you're a woman. And this is the right way to be a woman. And this is the right way to treat a woman. As a feminist sociologist, I know these things. Mm-hmm. And uh, then they, then she stopped talking to me. And that's kind of been the... the that sure sounds like a feminist part. choice say, of hers. Hey. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, she says, hey, I would love to meet up. Why don't you pick a place? And I say, well, you know, maybe you're a little bit too far into the patriarchy because you want a man to pick a place to meet up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, well, well, sometimes women just, I'm trying to help her. I'm, I am an ally of feminism. If you want pussy, you're going to have to just pick a place and man up. Let's just get to the the root of the cause here. And I have to say pussy and get your dick wet. You're going to have to shut up and just do what she wants. And I have a partner who, who, uh, who complained to me constantly about the fact that she had to make all of the decisions mm-hmm. when it came to things like mm-hmm. going to dinner and where to go and what we were doing. And it's because I was making her do all of the emotional labor. Uh, and and I had, to, I had to recognize that fact and realize that letting her make all of the choices wasn't empowering her. It was making her do all of the work. Mm-hmm. And that, mm-hmm. that very much is not a, an equality or an equitable idea to force someone else to do all of that uh, emotional lifting. Well, I'm I'm sorry. I uh, I guess I don't live in a world where women are not able to work. Okay, that's hmm. that's where we're at now. Got it. So I uh, 
Go ahead there, Wells. Well, what would you have to say do there? All the work. I think you're having a hard time with women because you're a know-it-all and you have to be right all the time there you go. and uh, you don't listen. There it is. That seems oh. to be <laughs> what I'm taking from this conversation. I have been listening to you, friends, and you have been telling me that women are not able to work. That that that's is what I heard. What he said. That's, that's not, not listening. No one said that. It's that, that is, that is a, what if, you literally said. Women can't work. If and if a woman wants to wants to work, then they're allowed to, and they're allowed to make the same amount of money mm -hmm. as a man. If they want to raise kids, kids, and they want to be a housewife, they're there's, allowed to do that. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. That's right. And if a woman wants to take charge in a relationship and make the decisions, like where you're going or how you're gonna have sex at night, as long as the man is okay with mm -hmm. that, then they're allowed. If they want a man to say. I am going to dominate you because they want to be submissive. That is also okay if they want the man to make the decisions or pay the bills or to tell them like where to do. If they, if they are okay with that, that's what they want. That is true feminism right there. It is it's the choice. It is not so much the fact that women need to do everything that a man does and they don't have the option of doing the opposite of uh, these traditional kind of, you know, uh, Beverly Cleary uh, type of women roles that are set up. They they can choose either one. All mm -hmm. right? They don't have to fit one norm or the other. That, in my opinion, is true feminism. And I don't have an actual degree on this I, I i took some women's studies class when i was in college but not uh didn't major or minor in it so mm -hmm. i hope that you can agree with that um with all of your philosophies and whatnot that you have uh, gone through yeah. respectfully i uh as a uh doctor of feminist sociology that uh you know i got my degree from trump university oh god i yes. <laughs> i have to respectfully disagree okay well we're what? gonna go ahead and we're say gonna, have a good night day. right there yeah. so um i have already on the subject got it i i understand your authority um but hey doctor i i really hope that when you go on your next date just to go ahead and listen and listen and mm -hmm. that's that's will help that's you out tremendously mm -hmm. the women so you can tell them when they are you know buying into the patriarchy or just listen to if if they're mm -hmm. if they want that or if they don't want that it's not so much what you feel feminism is you got to listen to actual women what? and what they feel feminism is uh yeah. Uh, and then tell them what it actually is. Yes, I'm right there with <laughs> no. you. No. I agree. No. Okay. I agree. Well, I hope you have a good night. Hopefully we helped you out and steered you in the right direction, my Great. friend. Um, have a good I'll night. I'll let you know how my next day goes, and I'll let you know why she was wrong. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll put out an APB on that. Um, have a good night, my friend. Whew.
I, I, uh, boy, every time he used Peter. the word uh, respectfully, I, I feel uh, like uh, he, I do not think that word means what you think it means. No. Was what wanted to come out of my mouth. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, there, there's people who think different things, and mm -hmm. I, I try to respect that. Um, mm. But if, if you go against what, you know, an ideal is like if you the whole feminist movement, I feel, is about empowering women. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel that what he was studying was not empowering women. No, he, he just wanted to put them down and talk condescending, which is totally the opposite. Exact feminism. opposite. Mm -hmm. it, it it has to do with um, some some uh, evangelical Christians who like to study Christianity but not practice it. That's mm -hmm. what his this whole thing kind of came to mind. Um, that he just wanted to study feminism but not actually Live apply it feminism. or practice it or mm -hmm. um, apply mm -hmm. it to his own life, and so it made it a little difficult um, for him. And he, I feel that he's not going to actually find an actual match unless i don't know what woman would actually want to be with a man who's like i mean they're they're sure there might no be no one no one i don't know nobody, I nobody wants met... to be talked to that way yeah uh -huh. i've never met a woman no. who likes that i mean maybe i don't know it's there's might be i mean there's there's almost eight billion people on this planet mm -hmm. and it's just like they're uh, I meet people all the time that are just like, wow, I, I didn't know someone like who had your type of views existed. Mm -hmm, but I mean, mm -hmm. so it, it blows me away. But maybe maybe there's, there's somebody, somebody who would who would who enjoy his company. But I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, not not me, not Diane, not any woman I know. So, yeah. But uh, wow, we went uh, a little over yeah, there. On we went a little over, mm -hmm. uh, and that's all right. Mm -hmm. uh, I felt like we we tried really hard to try and um, try to answer whatever question you had. It took us a while it's to so figure confusing. that out. Yeah. But uh, we pushed and we tried. Uh, I don't know, Wells. What what do you think is an overall kind of theme of tonight? We we, we spoke about um, a lot about. Well, feminism and polyamory, uh, what do you feel? I think a lot of it was being on the same page mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and communication Got it. was key Yeah. in all three of those callers. Yeah. yeah. Same thing yeah. with you there, Peter? Absolutely. I mean, that was, that was the, the theme of, of, of the night was communication and listening and caring what the other person wants. And yeah, uh, I feel... I feel like we got three different examples of people who had a really difficult time with those concepts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much, uh, Peter and, and Wells. Wells. So thanks for watching everybody on caffeine and on YouTube. Thanks for listening on whatever podcast uh, hosting site that you are on. Mm -hmm. This is Talking Sex Live with Chet and Diane. I'm Diane. And I am Chet, and we are signing off. Have safe sex, be sex positive, and have, have a great week. And a good night. Mm -hmm. Stay safe, everybody.